Hey guys, Scott Short here with Loan Depot. My license number is MLS license number is 225998. Here, a good friend. Stephanie, your ADU advisor and strategist. Thank you so much, Scott, for having me. I'm really excited to help all of our clients with streamlining an ADU process and figure out, figuring out the best financial options for you and your family. So Stephanie's phenomenal on Instagram. Follow her. How, how, how do people follow you on Instagram? How, how do they find you? Thank you. Yes, you guys can follow me at Steph Sells Homes. I do share the process, everything behind the scenes. I think people are always very curious to understand the process, the ADU process itself. So I try to do my best to really show that, you know, up front and kind of show behind the scenes and how all that comes about. And she's a fresh, I mean, she is so pro ADU. I think of Kenzie Bleas ADU, which is I like, because that's just a phenomenal program. She's well-versed with Couch Face uh, ADU grant program. So that's awesome. So let's walk through this piece here. If somebody came to see you today, how would you advise them the whole AD process from starting point to the end point? I know it's a lot of points, but I know you're right. very you're very good. So let's let's go there. So I would say um, to anybody who's looking to invest with the with the possibility of adding or converting existing space into an ADU, it's no different than when you're buying the property. What's the first step to getting uh, to buying a property is getting pre-approved, right? So when you're going to build an ADU, it's no different. You want to figure out first your financial piece. That's a very important piece. And you know, some people may argue. First, let's find out what the, what you can build according to the city. I would say it's still more important to get pre-approved first. You know, figure out the financial piece because once you know what you're qualified for or how you're going to finance this project, now it's just a matter of going to the city or connecting with somebody like myself who can walk you through the process, show you exactly what it is that you can and can't build, the cost, the time frame, and all that. But at least now you have an idea of what to work with and you have a budget in mind because you got your finances, you know, done the, the first round. Otherwise, you can go out, talk to contractors, talk to architects. But um, if you don't have a way to finance a project, you're kind of just wasting your time. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. so, let's say, so let's say you get the financing all dialed in. So what's the first step after financing? How do you step? You go talk to architect or who, how do you break that down? How would you so say? So you want to connect. It's no different than when you buy a house. Your realtor will most likely have an escrow officer, a lender, a title rep, a transaction coordinator, and a home inspector. When you talk to a GC or an architect in the ADU world, they will most likely have their structural engineer, architect or designer, their GC and project manager or whoever's going to help you manage this project. I do have these people on my team, uh, but if you, whoever it is that you go with, whether it's a GC or an architect, they most likely have somebody like that on their team. So I would say connect with your hyper local GC company that specializes in ADUs, right? It can't just be a general contractor. Uh, you got to make sure that who you work with is very familiar with the process with the city because it varies city to city. How would you vet, how would you vet a contractor from your, your standpoint? The way I vetted contractors myself personally has been by going to their sites, literally, <laughs> physically, driving up, pulling up to their sites, checking out what their culture is like, how they work together, what their quality of work looks like, um, checking out their social media. That's huge right now in today's day and age because obviously it can go both ways. Sometimes you may not want to believe everything that's on social media. But at the same time, you need to have some sort of social proof, right? I've got to see your resume. 
on social media and see what you're about. So uh, that's two different ways to vet somebody. Also by referral, just talking to somebody else who has worked with these people in the past. What was their experience like? Check out their reviews, check out what they do, what they stand for, you know, um, and really vet who you choose to work with. Or you can reach out to myself. Again, reach out to somebody who's already worked with these people in the past. Boom. So let's say this. So let's say you met with a contractor. You got your kind of your that upfront stuff done. What happens? How, break it down. So they're gonna go in your backyard. Start. What they, how's that go from there? If somebody comes to the backyard, how's it go from digging up and to the top? How's that work out? So there is a series of events that happen throughout that period, um, and I like to correlate it to when you're buying a property. You know, typically you've got your escrow process, which takes about thirty to forty-five days. Same concept, you're going to have a series of inspections and a series of timeframes um, to go through through these inspection periods. So from the time that you meet a contractor, you figured out your financial piece of it. Now it's just really time to get the plans and permits approved. Once you get that approved, which usually takes about four to eight months, depending wow. on your city. Yes. Then you move on to the construction phase. The construction phase is going to be about another four to eight months, depending on your city and how quickly, you know, your, 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 your team can work. So give or take the entire process from start to finish will be somewhere between nine to 14 months, depending on your local municipality and how they run their, their process. Wow. So how do you, you know, in your world, how do you uh, set expectations with your clients for this long haul? Exactly. That that's one thing I'm pretty good at is managing people and managing expectations. Uh, that's, I think, the best way to be able to succeed in this business is having great communication skill and setting those expectations. So everything I'm telling you right now, I go through with my clients before they make a decision. And I have a whole webinar presentation and I'll send you a copy of it. You can share it with your clients where I, I, I dictate and I let them know what the worst case scenario is on these timeframes. And um, obviously if we get it done sooner, then now you look like the hero, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I rather, um, I rather just set the expectation up front. And that's really what you do is you set the expectation. And if these timeframes don't work with your clients, then let's explore other options, right? But um, we can't move as fast as the city is able to. So for the most part, people are very understanding with with the time frames and um it's just something to be very aware of as well because you're you're paying you know you're paying a loan for a certain amount of time and so you've got to just take these numbers into consideration so, so is you this don't have on, any surprises is this stuff on your youtube page or is this i do it? i have a youtube channel what's that i channel? have monthly webinars step sells homes okay. it's my my youtube channel i have a podcast dedicated to adus and real estate what's it called what's it called Steph Sells Homes podcast. Yep. Everything okay. Steph Sells Homes. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay. Cool. cool. IG Steph Sells Homes podcast, Steph Sells Homes, YouTube channel, Steph Sells Homes. So I'm um, trying to keep it very consistent on all platforms. Same thing on TikTok um, and LinkedIn, you know, Facebook, all, all of those platforms. is. And I try to just share different pieces of content to help. But my YouTube channel is what has, I think, the most value because, uh, you know, I have podcasts with other clients that I've worked in the past, um, developers, GCs, architects, all that good stuff. So what do you say is like your top five, watch out for, ahas in this, in this process? What do you say top five? That's a good question. Um, I guess if, if I was to go with 
you wanting to buy a property before building that ADU, you want to look at ADU potential. And some of the things to look out for would be um, the power pole behind the garage, for example. A lot of people here want to build on top of the garage. And if that power pole is sitting on the same side of where that garage is at, then you probably won't be able to build up high. And having to have that power pole repositioned will, will cost money, right? <laughs> so you want to look at things like that. They sound kind of silly, but all these nuances are in the small details, right? They say the, the devil's in the details. Nope. So um, corner lots, make sure you find corner lots where you know that you can somehow subdivide and have access from the alley. An alley, having an alley would be the third suggestion too. Corner lots with an alley, making sure that the um, the power pole is on the opposite side of where the garage is because 70% of our garage conversions here in LA are, are garage conversions. And so um, understanding what ADUs work in your area too. I have uh, friends who are realtors out in Portland, for example. And in Portland, you've got more basement conversions. Mm. Whereas here in LA, we've got more garage conversions. Out in San Diego, you've got more ground up um, ADU projects. So understanding your local market, and um, that'll give you a good indication of, you know, the type of cash flow that it can produce, what the estimated uh, value would be after the build out. That's something that we're still working on because not every there there is no way there isn't a one glove fits all for appraisals and ADUs right now. So we're kind of just learning as we're going, right? But if I had to point out a few things, those would be it. Cool, that's awesome. So I know you're ready for your meeting. So how are we gonna hold yeah. you? Uh, people can get a hold of me at steph10k.com. That is my my landing page where you guys can literally just stay updated with everything that I have going on. And as Scott knows, I'm all over the place, but somehow I managed to do it all. And I do have a, an eight year old son. So I, I just, I guess, you know, it's that mom like mm -hmm. spirit in me to just be super intentional with my time. And um, yeah. And here to help you guys. And what's your phone number? 562-370-5273. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I've, I'm watching all the stuff you do on Instagram everywhere. You're, you're a phenomenal ADU proponent, and I appreciate what you do down there. So hope to see you again, but I'll, I'll hook you up with my friends up here so get you rolling higher. So thank you. Go do your meeting, and let's make a wrap. Thanks, guys. Sounds good. Thank you.